It feels like we haven't done this in months. It feels really weird, but we're really happy to be back. We went to Bath in the UK as well as Rome, and it was beautiful. What did you think about Bath? It was so cute. I don't feel like we had the London experience because it was essentially a transit point for us. We flew 10 hours from the West Coast to London and then took a bus two hours from London to Bath. Pretty much our best view of London was when we were landing. Essentially. That was all we saw. That was all we saw. Because then after you get on the bus, you're basically just on an interstate and then you're gone. Bath was awesome. That was, yeah, that town is like super walkable. They have a lot of nice little shops. Everyone is so nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I was, one of our friends told us that the food wasn't going to be on point in the UK. Lies. But I kept getting an English breakfast, which is basically just like what you would expect in an American breakfast. Some eggs, some sausage, add beans. bacon, but then they add like beans. Totally good. Like it was, it was bomb. We, I had it in two different locations. Good beer, good ciders. I knew yes. the UK had some ciders. Really good. I have to tell you of the first thing that was really funny to notice the difference of. Go ahead. In the US, when you're boarding a plane, usually it's really frowned upon to put a bunch of small bags up in the overhead compartment. You'll kind of get harassed a little bit by the flight attendants and they have no problem telling you, hey, that's it. We're checking all the bags left. Right. That's all. Not so much in this flight. We were going from London to Rome and... All baggage was accepted. There was never a point that you could not put a bag on. And everyone puts every single thing on their body in the overhead compartment. We had your regular luggage, your purse, your like the, other purse, the, the, personal the, bag. I don't know. Like the trinkets you just bought at the airport. Like everything goes into the overhead compartment and there was no room by the time me and Leon got that on. That shit got full so fucking fast. And so the flight attendant trying to help us out, there was multiple purses, like small purses just in the overhead near our seat. And so he asked, hey, whose is this? Put that shit under the seat in front of you like they say. And the person turns around and goes... That's not my problem. And I was like, oh, okay. I was okay. like, bitch, if I take this down from the compartment, it's going to be your fucking problem. This is why there's those videos of people just going ape shit on planes and they're like, we got to kick this person off the plane. Like, yeah. this is what happens. People are stressed. They're trying to take their shit with them. They're not trying to check their fucking bag. No, but that's what made it 10 times worse. We asked to check it before we got on the plane. They told us there would be room. We get on the plane. We find out there's no room. We asked to check it again. And they said, no, we'll make it work. So the solution was putting it... 40 rows back. Yeah. And then having to wait for everyone to deplane and then getting our bags. Anyway, super annoying. They all thought we were annoying, which is the sense I got. Oh, I bet. Like these fucking Americans. Yeah, that was, I was yeah. like, fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Rome, amazing. Highly recommend if you get the opportunity. This body was fueled on carbonara and tiramisu just every day. Remember, vacation calories don't count. So go ham. I was amazed by... Just the, the age and the history of everything there, like the buildings, the fountains, the churches, like it was really beautiful. Cut to coming back. We had a layover in Calgary. First time in Canada. Super yep, cool. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Very friendly. We got bumped from our flight because our flight was 15 minute delayed. And so they didn't think we could get through immigration fast enough, which is a lie because we got through immigration through rebooking and through to a hotel where I could still see the plane. So I easily could have made that flight. So fine, whatever, take the comp. It was a really nice kind of end to the vacation it ended up being. Leon was swimming laps. I was just sitting in the hot tub. It was quite nice. 
The very next day we landed, Leon goes, my arm feels tight. It's tingling a little bit. I say, let me see. A clear blood clot. Well. (laughs) I knew it was a blood clot as soon as I saw it. Yeah. It was very close to the skin, so that's a superficial blood clot. But, I mean, it's always good to get it checked out. Went to the ED shortly after landing. Uh, Ultrasound, you know, all that stuff. Got it confirmed. Superficial blood clot. So, kind of a strange end to the trip. Yeah. Better to be safe than sorry. If you feel some weird-ass arm pain or body pain, just go get that checked out. So, this episode... Season 15, episode 10, Moody Month Anniversaries. Wild. One month in. One month in. I wonder if we should we do a middle season check-in right now? We should do maybe after we talk about the couples. Okay, what let's you do think? that. Yeah, I like it. Me and Leon watched the episode separately, and it was so funny. I, the windows were open, I was outside watering my flowers, and all I hear from inside is, oh my god, she dropped the flowers. <laughs> That shit was so... I mean, I get they're not in a good place. That was some disrespectful shit. Rude as fuck. You know what makes it worse? Right before she dropped the flowers, Ben says, oh, oh, be careful, be careful, there's thorns. And she just drops them. Yep. So he's trying to be sweet and also like considerate of her. And oh my God, the level of disrespect. And Ben's like, "Uh, what am I supposed to do now? I mean, I've been shit talking Ben from like episode one. Like has have not been a fan. I think he's really immature. But man, now... People are divided. Very divided. On Twitter, folks are divided. I don't know. I keep going back and forth. Like, I can see why Morgan's mad, but man, the level of anger is just too much. I understand that people are divided on this couple, but my thinking is, if Morgan just forgave Ben way back when, when he apologized, bought her chicken sausage, none of this would be happening. Like, what what would he have to, what would Ben have to go to Justin for? Like... They'd just be hanging out buddies talking about basketball or some shit. I understand where Morgan is coming from of saying, don't talk about us to anyone in this group because it is going to get around. I get that. Talk to anyone outside. You do have other friends. The devil's advocate of that is like, well, that's like almost a part of this show. That's like what happens. They encourage it every single episode now. And that is why you guys are in the same apartment complex now. In, In Ben's defense... I mean, this individual is going through the exact same. Who else is going through this fucking experience right now? Yeah. It's just our group of friends right here. And a whole nother side of that is, why is Justin and Alexis so messy? I don't know. Okay, so a little off tangent, but when they're in group settings and then the couples are talking about how they're doing, it's almost like they're judging yeah, their responses. Totally... And I'm like, you guys are like in a shitty ass spot too. Is this deflection on their end because they are doing so shitty? I think so. So they're saying, hey, don't look at us. Look at them. Or they're like, oh, we're not that messy. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm not a fan of that. Let's just start with them since we're already going in. In my head, I'm trying to create like a flow chart of how this got so bad. Like a timeline. Yeah. So we have the initial lie. Technically, it is a lie, even though I was still on Morgan's side on this issue. Mm -hmm. She does not have her bachelor's degree. She told producers or whoever in the process that she has a bachelor's degree. She did not lie about being a nurse. She is a nurse. Ben takes that information, runs off to Justin. Sure. He feels lied to. Yes. Which. He's like, I said I want a partner that's got her bachelor's. Yes. Technically, you were lied to. She asked him not to tell. He did. I shit on him on that episode. Because she was open with you. You didn't need to go running around telling people one class away from getting your bachelor's. I think that's fine. Okay. We'll move on from that. Well, we as viewers have moved on. Morgan has not moved on. I think that's my biggest issue here. 
There was never a resolve to that. We are still talking about that. I think it's odd that she can't forgive and forget. I mean, even just for the sake of wanting a relationship to progress, she cannot. Even her personality, she says, when you burn me, I'm done. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, this is a fucking marriage. You're going to be burned all the time. <laughs> you like, are. <laughs> this is a, there's, there's, there's hills here. There's ups and downs. Like, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. So you were going to run into this eventually. So where I was going with that whole flowchart is it gets really muddy about what happened since then. So we have the initial lie, the anger that never got resolved. He continues to go to Justin after. I'm curious for what? That's exactly. So is it venting? Is it? I think the context really does matter. Yeah, I'm on Ben's side here, but if he's talking mad shit, then yeah, that's not great. But at the same time... I don't know. Can you see him talking mad shit about Morgan? Maybe at this point. <laughs> uh, maybe. He's like, dude, I've done all this shit and she still won't fucking forgive me. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? The only clue we got is it was said that Ben is mad that he has a perfect family. Don't say that. Yeah, that's it's kinda, not great. That's weird energy. Yeah. Also, you are super judgy to her face about her family. Why is that such a big deal to you? Well, actually, initially I said Ben. I just don't feel Ben being into her. Lies because he's trying very hard. I don't know why. A lot of people, <laughs> oh well, a lot of people on no, even people on Twitter, they're like, like, is Morgan gonna just ask for this divorce early? Because Ben's not gonna be missing nothing. All I'm saying is, if you just keep telling me you lied to my face for a hundred times and I bought you your chicken sausage, I would say today is my decision day. I'm not gonna live in this constant eggshell walking scenario. Like I'm not. When she said you're going to come back or stay oh here every day God. to know that you've wronged me or something like that. I'm like, what What does that mean? Are you going to punish me for a month? Like Every I'm, single day you're like, going to see my face. Like, I, um, I, no. No, I'm just going to go to my apartment. I'm good. Like, I'll just get a divorce right now. This is dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Morgan's coming. It's just weird energy. It's very weird. The punishment energy. And it's like, you're not here to resolve anything anymore. That's not what you're here for at all. You are here to purely punish this man. Do you want to just go into details of the episode? Because I feel like we're all over the place. Let's do it. We see Morgan talking with her friend about everything going on. Again, it's an outside friend, so that's allowed. We see in kind of, I don't want to call it hidden camera, but I don't know what it's called. Like when it's the overhead view. It's like an apartment cam, I guess. Sure. We see that. We see Morgan packing stuff and on the way out dramatically. Alexis told me everything. And then she leaves. And Vin's like, what the fuck does that mean? As anyone would. So he goes straight to the source, goes to Alexis. He's talking. Boom. We see an overhead cam of Alexis and Justin's apartment. They're all sitting at the table together. Honestly, I think Alexis did him dirty. So do I. I think the way she worded the information made it seem way worse. The information has gone through two to three people at this point. We don't need that to be going out back to the person. It's a game of telephone. It was probably messed up at that point. Also, you have no idea of tone, body language, all these other things that go into either a venting session or just telling someone what happened. Even a little bit of the after show we watched, Alexis said she kind of seemed like, she said, I wish I told Morgan in a different way. And it was also, she must have learned from this because even at the after party, she was saying, well, I respect that relationship. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, it's a little late for that, ma'am. So... Back to apartment cam. 
Morgan is yelling at Ben. I told you not to go there. Like, and you run right back there. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to the source. Right. Which you said, Alexis told you everything. I'm going to find out. What did you tell Morgan? I think that's totally fair. So Ben gets yelled at. He's like, fine, fine. I'm leaving right now. And she's like, why would you go over there and talk to them and not talk to me? And my response would have been, where are you? Because you're not at the apartment. You left. Morgan is laying in bed. She looks incredibly just drained. This is just eating at her. She says, I'm definitely going to give him some vows tomorrow. Okay, that's great. People online were saying, why does she always walk like she's ready to go into a fight? Oh my God, someone You're fucking posted savage. the Vince McMahon meme. Or the walk? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I missed it. Whoever um, you are, you're a fucking legend. <laughs> so we get to the wedding location and you can tell... All night. Been going through her checklist of everything she's going to hit, how she's going to say it. She's going to be dramatic. We got to make sure to hit all the points. Here's my thing, though. If you knew what you were going to do, would you have gotten dressed like that? Show up in your jeans like you're going to fight. Like um... Revenge bod. Yeah, you're mm. undressing mm. real cute. Show you what you're missing. Also, I'm judging. <laughs> your girl wore heels to talk her mad shit, but she wore tennis shoes to the wedding. Judging. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not... I know you're I'm thinking sorry, about not, it. I'm sorry, not sorry. It's like, girl, so in the one month, we're going to talk your shit? Anyway, anyway, anyway. I thought for a split second that Ben was going to stick up for himself here. You know what he's doing? He's keeping it in. Absolutely. Like, he's going to, something's going to pop off eventually. That if, or Ben's going to be straight the whole way through and just like, yeah, it just didn't work out. I can see that. Morgan says that she's never gone to any of the girls with any of their problems. But I feel like she's talking every single girl's group session. Yeah, so, a, few, a few other folks online mentioned that as well. Again, that, that double standard, right? Why can't I talk to my buddy when you're doing it in every girl session? I thought it was so gross when Morgan started mimicking Ben's stutters almost. Yeah. Like, why? You already are going through this whole list berating this man. I Also, um, that's not cute. <laughs> that's just not cute at all. It was just, we're getting to a point of like, there's they're, they're clearly enemies. no coming they're, back. They're, they're enemies. He's never saying anything mean to her face, maybe to Justin, but she is going for the throat. Do you think it's something where, is there something within, she's like needs to not work on herself, but like you need to, you weren't ready for marriage. Absolutely. And I don't want to say daddy issues because it's too much encompassing. I'm also not saying Ben was ready for marriage, by the way. No, I think he's super immature. Yeah. So like, (laughs) don't get it twisted. But But I think just... Whatever this cutting people out of my life thing, I feel like that needs to be worked on because she, granted, her dad does not sound like a great guy. So, I mean, understandable, you cut him out of your life, but you're saying every single person that burns me, that's going to be everyone. And you can't cut everyone out. People are going to make mistakes. You probably make mistakes. It's okay. She goes through her list of items, doesn't let Ben say a word and storms out again just to come back to sit down at dinner. And berate him some more. If I have to hear again, you lied to my face, I'm going to lose it. Can we just drop it? Come up with another synonym for it. I just can't. Yeah, I think Ben's going to have to step up and say, if there's no chance to work on this, like, we just need to call it quits. Like, I'm not going to keep just fucking hanging out here getting berated. Would she respect that more than the constant apologies? I don't know. There's one scene where she said, there's no respect here. I'm like... I don't know what you want. Like He's already apologized to you way back when, and you wouldn't forgive him. I also want to know her definition of lying. So is he going to Justin and literally lying, 
Or is he lying to her about going to Justin? Like, what is the lie, I guess? No, it kind of seems more of being phrased weird because the lying is really, you broke my trust. Okay. Because I told you not to go to Justin, you're going to Justin. Like, you broke my trust. But I'm just calling that lying because I don't think Ben's telling any actual lies. But she said that he is. So that's why I'm like, what is the context of what is being said? Because that does matter. I'm so focused on Morgan's reaction. But like, what if it is something horrible? Yeah, we don't know. That's what makes it. But regardless, her reaction is too much. You can be done with someone and not be like, I'm staying here to make your life miserable. Like, that's weird. That's some weird energy, by the way. So, okay. I am going to guess that we're both on the side of there's no way they're going to say yes. Absolutely not. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, so we're just both no on decision day with them. Yeah, absolutely not. Wait, is it going to be a split decision or they're both no? They're both going to say no. I think she's going to say no. He's going to say yes because he, I feel like, so the same reason he's even trying to apologize or quote Airfingers fight for this. He just wants to, I think, show that he gave it his all or say he did, especially to his family. He's going to be like, I did everything I could. I, I think saying yes is just way too risky on decision day. I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to ask for a divorce a week later. I'm just saying for the cameras. Also, two things I want to bring up. One. I would prefer him going to Justin, if I was Morgan, than going to his mother. Okay. So if he's not telling his mom any of this, that's, I would appreciate that, considering then she'd be like, divorce her. Two, I say it every season, and I apologize if it's super annoying, but what if this was reversed? The husband was talking to the wife like this. We have an exact, almost, Isaac situation, and everyone tore him apart. So I don't know. I don't like the language being used. I don't like the tone. I think if you're mad at someone, that's fine. You can be mad. You can have those emotions. It's probably pretty annoying that someone keeps doing something that you ask them not to do. But again, I can't get over the, I'm dropping your roses. Fuck you. And I'm going to make your life miserable. I mean, it's, they're, they're walking the line. I'm almost like Justin and Alexis. And she was saying, I need you to overshare. You need to stop undersharing. Like I keep telling you to overshare and you don't overshare. Yep, exactly. Anything else for them? I feel like we just word vomited right into this. They went Italy, Morgan and Ben. No, I mean, Morgan and Ben were the heavy hitters of this week, I would say. Yeah, even that though, even though, on fire. Even though the other couples went through some pretty important stuff. I mean, uh, Stasha and Nate yes. signing, signing out post-up. So, like, there's more stuff to get into. But, yeah, they were the standouts. Do you want to just go down the list then? Now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Kristen is meeting with her friend for candle making. How do you feel about candle making? Candles by Jan. I don't know. Like, I've never, I've never done it. I mean, I, I guess it could be relaxing, maybe. It seems like it'd be relaxing, but I always feel like I'm cutting up a candle to make a candle. But you're also like not a fan of smells. No, and the whole process is all about, like, mixed yeah, smells and, you know, you, you're building your own smell. Kristen explains to her friend about the marriage, how things are going, the revelations last week that Mitch had of evil developers versus her dreams and kind of... The issues that all go along with that. Kristen said something interesting. She said that she doesn't know if she could be with someone that her parents essentially don't approve of, of how they treat her. And I assume she's reflecting on Mitch and the language he uses with her. But man, she didn't tell her dad she was getting married until day of. And that's all I could think of was you were going to do this regardless. Granted, no one knew the guy. I care about your guys' opinion so much, but I'm going to tell you a couple hours before. At the end of this conversation with her friend, she says, I'm going to be the best damn wife I can be, which is amazing. But at the same time, it's like, is Mitch being the best husband he can be? But you've mentioned this before, like, 
she's going to do anything and everything mm-hmm. to make this work. She's going to yeah. go above and beyond to make Mitch happy. Because of that, we're starting to see kind of the natural progression of that, which is you're going to start resenting them at some point. What she's going through is what naturally happens when one person is doing a little bit too much, you know, compared to the other person. Totally agree. And so those little cracks are starting. Stepping away from that for just one second, we see Stasha come over. She's going to babysit Luna. Dog sit? Sure. By the way, I I love this whole process. Like, yeah, before you get a fucking dog, how about let me try to take care of your dog? I mean, honestly, great. We need to dog sit someone. Yeah. I'm not convinced I could do it. Wait, a person or a dog? Either. Oh, cat. Well, we kind of have a half cat right now. The neighbor's cat comes and spends time with us. Mm-hmm. Cleaning the wrinkle was so funny. It was more intense than I pictured it before. I, we knew Luna got a wrinkle cleaned yeah. every day. Uh-huh. There's a lot of junk in there for one day. I thought it was really funny, though, that Stasha wants a kid ASAP. And she was very stressed out about the dog. You but everyone you says it's different when it's your kid. So I think so, too, because there's just... um part of you it's you made it like it's different you didn't make know. the dog you know what i mean like it's 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 a, it's a really a part of you everyone tries to convince me of that like that's why mom's main thing it's like that's why parents go above and beyond because they're like i fucking made this mitch and kristen go off to a romantic retreat they do yoga together i never want to hear mitch bitch about luna again there was so much grunting and noise luna's noises are much cuter They're sitting in their hotel room. A basket arrives. Very sweet. Their vows, their photos. We can still see the band-aid in all the photos. The show (laughs) does do a good job of like this process where you kind of get to relive the moment. They've always done a really good job with this part. Mitch said it was good for him to read what he wrote again and remember what they both committed to. He also states that he's... It's good for him him to read it to basically reset his mindset because he's probably not been doing that. Good reflection, Mitch. Yeah. Step it up. You know what I noticed when they were talking? Hmm. When Mitch mentions, like, it's been hard on me or it's been hard. I can't remember if he said it's been hard on us or hard on me. If you watch Kristen, it's almost like she's like, what? Yeah. It's been hard for you? What? Yeah. Totally. Like, she's like, this motherfucker. <laughs> and I swear, it is like building. And then, <laughs> then, we, we, then we see it at, at, at the, at the yep. group, group dinner. But... If folks rewatch that, or if they didn't ca- catch that, if you rewatch the episode, you can just read her body language when he says that. Okay, decision day prediction, halfway mark. Halfway mark, because we're it's going to change by the time we get to decision Oh, I'm sure, day. yeah. Uh, I honestly still think it's going to be a yes for both of them. Well, let me think about this. No, because last night, I think I only had two couples making it. I'm going to say no. It's going to be a split. Okay, well, who's the no? God, that's so hard because it's almost like Kristen's going to say yes through anything. Honestly, I think she says fucking no. And he says what? yes. Oh, like she she's at a she's breaking like, I'm point. I'm fucking over it. Like this isn't going to work. I say both say yes. Mitch is, he's having a decent redemption arc right now. If he can keep this momentum going, but from the he group, might win in the fourth. But from the group <laughs> dinner, it's like, fuck, you haven't changed. His responses were wonderful though. We'll get into that. Talk is cheap. Okay, Stasha. Justin is meeting up with his brother to go fishing while Alexis stays back at the apartment and talks with her friend. They both go over how the marriage is going and kind of the bumpy area that they're in right now. What caught my ear the most during this conversation is when Alexis says that she'd be uncomfortable saying yes or saying no if decision day was tomorrow. Okay, thanks for the (laughs) non-answer. Okay, I guess it is a (laughs) non-answer. 
But man, how far they have fallen. Oh, I knew this shit was coming. I didn't see it being this bad, nah, though. this shit. They were way too happy, way too... They went way too hard, way too fast. I knew that, obviously, there was going to be a fight. And I was looking forward to it after they were shit-talking the other couples. But I didn't expect this to be a long-term, we borderline hate each other. They're scrapbooking together. They're reflecting on the honeymoon and the good old days, if you will. Justin opens up and says that he doesn't feel like he has enough time. And that he wants to get out of his own head. Yeah, the way they communicate with each other. She's like, what do you mean? I mean, if you say you don't have time, does that does that mean like you feel like it's already over? It's like he's probably saying, no, like I wish I, I just wish I had more time. The communication style I'm not a fan of because it, I don't know if it's the tone or the way. I don't know. Something about it is just not it wouldn't work well on me. I can tell. It's like there's a, there's a little bit of a. Like a, like a little bit of a battle going on within their conversation. But with nice words? Like yeah. it's I don't know. It's like there's like They're a weird, both doing it's it. It's like there's like a weird undertone or something. Well, can you explain that? Can, can you, expand, you, can on you that? expand on that? It's like cuz I don't understand what you mean. Like uh During this conversation, Alexis says that she would have left already if this was another relationship. My husband is keeping me here. Which is that a good or a bad thing? I mean, I guess good overall. Good overall, because you are trying, you're working through the process. In my notes, I wrote, this feels weird. I'm suspicious of this nice conversation out of nowhere. I feel like the show is just feeding us like a false story and like Justin and Alexis are actually totally fine. I mean, what if they are still madly in love and this is all just, you know. This was like one day. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so mad. It was like one day of these conversations and then they were fine. Well, you have to realize there is, especially on the show, and we see it all the time, so much shifting in the timeline. The, the show well, is not as a, as they show. Man, again, I'm saying this, but damn, that group dinner, man. Everyone was like having their moment. Fuck, they had a moment. One of my favorite parts of this episode was watching Stasha and her mom cook together. I love Stasha's mom. Absolutely wonderful advice. She's encouraging her daughter to basically just let things flow. Don't put too much pressure on it. And I think that's kind of one of main issues with Stasha is she is she needs the check boxes taken care of she needs a clear path she needs everything to meet certain standards versus an organic flow to things I think in one moment her mom said do you tell you he loves you you need to trust that he loves you don't just like yeah don't try to pick at it don't try to think some other way around it just like go with that Stasha reiterates that Nate is a slow mover and that essentially bothers her but she just has to be understanding that not everyone has done as much therapy as she has and can't work as fast on emotions as maybe she can. I mean, there's got to be some middle ground. Uh, well, I shouldn't say middle ground, but some people, they just don't want to express that. Like, are we supposed to put it on them? Like, no, you have to. In the first four weeks of it's knowing like, you. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I don't want to. Like, don't force me to do this. Stasha's mom tears up and says she feels like she is part of the problem with trust. It's so sad to see. It's nice for her to be able to recognize that and admit to that, but it sucks. Stasha says she does not want to be in a loveless marriage. Let it go, girl. Let it grow. It's four weeks. You'll be okay. Cut to Luna going ham in the apartment. And then Nate's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We see what I presume to be a fake scene getting a post-nup as we have heard prior that all... I don't want to say contestants, all individuals mm. signing up for the show do have to sign a prenup. So I think this was all just manufactured. 
I don't put isn't a lot that, on Doesn't that kind of bum you out, though? Yeah. I mean, I want to see as much documentary style as I can, and I don't feel like this was that. If they all have to sign a prenup, then it almost makes all those other scenes that they've been going through about a post-up, like, just fucking random. Yeah. Just, hey, this is going to be a storyline for you guys. Damn, that actually goes into, like, they make us do certain storylines. I mean, this might be one of them. Yeah. But in a way, that also paints Nate not fully like himself, because when he's going through these scenes, he's saying, you know, I'm trying to show her that I'm committed, that I'm serious, and that I'm, you know, I'm not scared of the process. I'm like, but this is a fake scene. I mean, maybe he means in other ways. Yeah. But just, I don't know, just the way they do the interview, it's always post him doing something where he's basically bowed down to something Stasha wanted. After the meeting, they're having a date, and Nate opens up about how dismissive Stasha has been and how that has hurt him. Topher Starter's like, I want to move in, or we're moving into your place. And she's like, okay. I didn't really understand why Stasha was so surprised that Nate used asshole to describe her, essentially. Just said, like, oh, that was an asshole move. He walked it back real quick, though. Because she said, did you just call your wife an asshole? He He's did like, it, though. Yeah, but... He said it was like... Something an asshole would do, which is, I guess, in terms saying that she's an asshole. But hey, in marriage, you got to tell your spouse when they're being an asshole. Last week, Nate said that he was at a four out of ten. But this week, he says that he is falling in love with her. So a lot, is, a lot of growth in seven days. It kind of, it's amazing how, and other folks have mentioned this, like, and actually Mitch mentioned this in the episode too, like one week, it feels like it's been months or it's been four weeks, but I mean, it feels way longer than that. Did Stasha say anything back? I don't think so. I think she just said, like, oh, you feel it now. That, that's good. And that was it. That's kind of awkward, though. That means a, a wall is up. A slight wall is up. I Being think so. careful. Being careful. And matching tattoos, which... Oh, boy. Nope. Nope. Oh, boy. That's not for me. No. Too soon. No. Too soon. Four weeks. Can we wait for after decision day? Yeah. That sounds nice. All right. What's your prediction on this one? This is a yes. This is one of the couples I had as a yes. Same yes and yes on decision day. Not a ton happened with Lindy and Miguel this week. They go boating for their anniversary. I don't know if that's what it's called. I don't know anything about boats. They went on a boat. <laughs> yep, we're going on the boat. Is it super cold in San Diego? Someone on Twitter mentioned this, and I got the same feeling when I was in San Francisco slash uh, Santa Clara. Basically, because it's always so warm there, when it's... 65 75 degrees like that's fucking sweater weather man it was hats it was jackets it was so, a lot for all we know it's like 70 something degrees and they're like no i, I need a full-on big ass jacket they're back at the apartment the gift basket arrives with the vows and photos and lindy cannot stop going on about how every single photo and every little thing is awkward and weird and that looks bad and it was just really negative vibe on a moment that could have been really nice and loving and so she a good a, reflection. she a glass half empty person? Probably. I know what Miguel was. I, I could feel what he was going through as far as she literally just sucked the joy out of this moment. Like it almost brings him down. Like I'm literally just trying to be happy right now for this moment. And you're killing it. Lindy says this is the healthiest relationship she has ever had. Boy, that's rough. Not a fan of Miguel. Well, he hasn't seen her at her worst. Miguel looked uh, fucking scared. Like, what? I'm scared. I haven't seen you at your worst? She said the, not even close. Like, it's way worse. The physician thing was pretty out there. She's like, you won't even lend a hand and give me a fucking oh. physician. I'm like, uh, okay. Miguel needs to talk to her brother. Like, yo, 
Give me the down low. He tried to warn him. He said that there are outbursts. She goes for the throat. I don't know if he said that, but he said something along the lines of that. <laughs> goes for the throat. Okay. So a month in, what do you think about this couple? They're both going to say yes. They're also on my yes list. There's no way they're going to say no. Your girl is on his insurance. It's going to be a yes. <laughs> a divorce is a qualifying event. I don't use that as, as a reason. But Lindy is constantly saying how great Miguel is. He's 100% living up to his vows. I'm falling more in love with him. I don't see the switching in four weeks. Miguel got what he wanted. And what does that mean? We know what that means because he's real nice now. So he got what he needed in the relationship and he's very happy and he's also falling in love. Then we cut to a scene of a party bus. This is going to take everyone to the couple's dinner. Morgan and Ben are not coming and I probably wouldn't have gone either. Why am I going to go hang out with all the other couples where I have to keep going over the issues? Would you go if you didn't have to go over the issue? But then it's just awkward. It's going to hang out. Everyone knows. Party bus. I don't know if I could turn up that much on the way to dinner. I said I hope a stripper comes on. No, we said a male and a female stripper. Well, yeah, because the girls never get anything at their bachelorette party. Also, that still is fucking weird energy. That's weird energy that the dudes get an actual stripper, if not two. Yes. And the ladies basically get to hang out at a bar. And they have to dance for each other. Cool. Why can't they have the same strippers? Ladies need some dudes and some ashless chaps. I mean, girl strippers are kind of more fun. So even if it was the same ones, come on. You know, budget cuts are everywhere these days. Let them get tips for both. We get to the dinner. Everyone's going over their relationships, kind of giving everyone their weekly updates. And it goes to Mitch and Kristen. Mitch talks about how difficult it's been for him, how it's a big leap of faith. And this is... Again, read the Kristen energy. This is the crack, the initial crack that happens. No, the initial crack was at the yoga thing. We're seeing more cracks. It got bigger. Kristen goes on to say that Mitch is an incredible man. There's no doubt how hardworking you are. But there are a lot of things that he says that makes me go, but you signed up for this. You signed up to marry a stranger. It's like, why are you questioning this process when this is exactly what you signed up for? You know what it was. This is season 15. You know what this show is. Kristen goes on to ask, but what about me? Part of me thinks this is going so well because I'm trying so hard. I'm going to snap soon. I might completely lose Mitch when I snap. Now, do I think this is an appropriate conversation for a group setting? No, but Mitch brought this on himself. He (laughs) said it was hard for him in front of everyone as Kristen is doing like 90% of the work. So then it's fine. What did this motherfucker just say? Exactly. So no, you go off, girl. Okay, it's like super fucking windy over here. Yeah, so Northwest is on like rolling blackouts, so we can hopefully not have crazy wildfires this this year. We'll see, fingers crossed, but yeah, it's just crazy windy. So if you're hearing like the trees hit the house, that's what it is. And we kind of mentioned it before that when is Mitch going to compromise? We mentioned this in the last show because... Kristen's doing, I mean, I feel like she's going above and beyond. She's going to like a rental place she's probably never been to. She's having to think of all these reusable things. I mean, not only that, but so there's these things that she's doing every single day, reusable environment. We have to constantly consider what Mitch finds important. But along those lines, what Mitch finds important is not necessarily her life goals. And so when she wants to flip a house, she's not this millionaire developer. We're talking probably a house here and there that she's going to flip. 
he finds that to be like purely evil. Well, the fact that she's supported him so much. Yes. And the moment she brings up something, he's like, oh, that's evil. Yep. There's no compromise. There's not even a, a conversation through it. It's that's bad. Here are 10 reasons why and you can't do it. Do you think Mitch's reaction was because he's in front of everyone or is this genuinely how he's taking what Kristen is saying? I think he is because his energy was sort of similar when he was talking to her about not being so into her at like, you know, immediately. I kind of felt like similar energy there. So I think he's being pretty honest with himself and honest with everyone around him. I think he had a really good reaction. And like I said, I think he's having a great redemption arc because we were not team Mitch. I mean, he is, but I think you need to see him like loosen up. Yeah. I guess his reactions have gotten better to things, but yeah, this is totally not going to work unless he can give in on something every now and then. Come on, give Kristen something. Honestly, it's weird. I don't think he can. I mean, he says that was the death of his other relationships. if, If she bought something that was not reusable or something, I think he would just give her like nitpick, just like give her shit about it. Oh my God. No Target dollar bins. You know, like as soon as she threw a, you know, a plastic little plate in the they trash. They don't have plastic plates. That would never even come into that home. Right, right. But Or like solo cups, right? Like if she bought solo cups. Oh, like that would be He would be breaker. like, you know, that's going to that's gonna kill something in the ocean. Yeah. Like every cup that she would throw away. Yeah. He'd be like, you know, that's going to do this. You know, that's going to do that. And oh man, I think she would fucking hate him. Okay, tiny tangent. Who were we talking to the other day about recycling? God, I don't fucking remember. While we were traveling, we met someone and we were talking about recycling and kind of the lack of and how here we have like bins for everything you could possibly recycle. And she mentioned bringing cans home so that she could recycle them. Or she's like, where do I put this water bottle? And he's like, I just take it with me because yeah, cause I don't, I, don't wanna, I can't I don't do it. it away. So trust me, Mitch, I get you. It had to have been someone in the airport, I swear. But I don't think we talked to anyone. I don't know. I can't even put, I can't even think of the woman's face. I just know we talked to a woman about how intense we recycle. That's why we're so fucking tired on the flights. We can't even fucking remember this person no. we actually <laughs> had a full conversation with about recycling. <laughs> Too much has happened since then. An ER visit. I can't yeah. think of details right now. We kind of start to see some reaction shots from Justin and Alexis. Here we go. Doesn't look great right off the bat. They ask Alexis how it's going. She says, I don't want to talk right now. Everyone's super encouraging. Yeah, no, you do things on your time. No pressure. You don't need to share with us. So at this point, a lot of the couples have already said their piece and they said, hey, you know, my significant other's doing great with this and that. And everyone's essentially doing some positive thing, maybe a negative thing here or there, but whatever. So Justin says, really? Like, you got nothing to say? And she's like, what do you mean by that? He's like, I think Alexis took this wrong. I think what Justin was trying to get at was, Everyone's complimenting their significant other. You're a fairly vocal person and I feel like I'm doing good. And the fact that you have nothing to say makes me feel like, okay, am I doing something wrong? In a little interview, Alexis says, I'm trying to be respectful of my husband's sensitivity. So essentially she's saying I have nothing nice to say, so I'm going to say nothing at all. Because I'm going to hurt your feelings. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make you cry. (laughs) Yes. Oh, fuck. But then Justin, she was kind of right. He like keeps going yeah. like he, he you need just to leave it at that pause just, it's cool yeah yeah they're doing the thing where there's tension behind the nice words yep. babe say it another way babe baby don't you have something to say no just stop but then she's like all right since my husband won't stop bugging me about it and all of you can hear us talking <laughs> let me just say something 
Alexis says, so for me, I feel like you sometimes don't self-regulate. I need you to be consistent. I don't know which person I'm going to get on every day. I feel like you are two different people. I think it's because he's just an emotional guy. That's probably where she sees the two different people. I mean, she's, I fully agree because she even says, I'm not going to coddle this grown ass man. She's over the sensitivity. I think it's just too much. You know, it's, they always foreshadow these little things from the the get go. She says, you know, I've never dated like a, like a sensitive man. Yeah. I mean, she really liked it at the beginning or portrayed herself as really liking it in the beginning. Well, when it's all positive and sensitive could be showing as you're very caring. But then also when things go bad, you you cry a lot. Like you can't handle her giving you anything other than perfect praise. I just feel like they're both in the wrong. Like there's no, there's not really a middle ground with them. And I no. also don't entirely know where it went so downhill so fast like was there so we had what happened at the candy shop well right before that the dogs is this really all from the dogs like we've never recovered from that uh just one one thing just ended this marriage oh you think it's just for sure over i mean we did say they're not gonna make it but oh i say they're okay do you want to do predictions then oh that's a no for me dog same i say a double no wait let me roll that back alexis is a no he is a yes correct okay on the next time on, we see sports ball. Lots of different sports ball. Sports ball. They go and see their old neighborhoods and where they grew up. I do love these episodes. I do, I do too. Like these. Where are the fucking experts at? Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, where are those at? Any of them. There's new ones we've seen one. Speaking of fires, we have some fucking fires in this goddamn show. <laughs> where are the damn experts at? Just no one. Just... I'm waiting to see Dr. Pepper more. That was a massive critique of last season, and they do not give a shit. I just need more extra time. That's all I'm saying. These people need help. I am very much so looking forward to Nate confronting Morgan. Oh, yes. I cannot wait. What's up with all hostility? Yeah, just... Chill. I want to see the whole conversation. I want to see how it started. Do they end up getting super mad at each other? Can't wait. Then we see the official break within Kristen, which I'm not looking forward to seeing. She says that she has tried to make him happy and she doesn't want to do it anymore. Which, I don't blame you, girl. That's, it's, you've been doing everything. Anything else? No. I mean, we're getting down to it. I'm really excited. Be on the lookout. We will be covering Sister Wives. I cannot wait. I have been on the subreddit every single day. I'm hyping myself up for it. Every preview snapshot that comes out has been an absolute gem. And I cannot wait. So, Tune in. We'll be going over it either Sunday or Monday. We haven't decided yet because we do have Discovery Plus. So I'm hoping, I'm assuming it's on there. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping I'll get it out Sunday night. If not, look for it Monday. I'll have that out for you. But that's like our guilty pleasure. Like we love breaking down that show. So come on this ride with us. It's going to be good. Yeah. Thank you all for sticking with us and we'll see you soon. Bye.